you know the vibes. Y'all motivate me, so it's only right to motivate you. Today I'm going to be discussing some fundamentals about credit, so I hope y'all ready. Let's go. Let's get it. Lift off and the clock has started. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. T-minus 15 seconds, guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. I believe you can do whatever you set your mind to. You just gotta do two things. Would you stay visionary and lock in? Take chance in life, man. Can't play it safe, y'all. You gotta jump, you gotta go for it. I'm gonna show you how great I am. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It don't matter what time of day it is, because it's an honor to have you tuned in and listening to the IOU Motivation Podcast. Now, like I said, today I'm going to be discussing some fundamentals of credit, so we're going to get right into it. But before we get started with that, y'all already know, I'm going to begin with the motivational quote of the day, and today's motivational quote is, knowledge comes, but wisdom lingers. So just let that sink in a little bit. I'm going to repeat one more time for the people in the back. Knowledge comes, but wisdom lingers. That's by Alfred Lord Tennyson. So um, just by reading that, the first thing that comes to mind is just learning from your mistakes, you know, because when we make mistakes, we learn something. But we don't always apply what we learn. So we end up consequently, progressively making the same mistake. And over time, we continue to make these mistakes, but eventually we become wise. And because we made so many mistakes, that wisdom lingers. So that's what I get from that. I know y'all probably wondering why I didn't drop last week, and that's simply because I'm um, just getting into Google school, just getting back in routine and everything. And because of that, you know, I'm just going to be uh, starting to drop bi-weekly now. So every two weeks I'm going to drop an episode just so I don't overwhelm myself and put too much on my plate. But I'm still going to provide some motivation for y'all and put y'all on game as I'm still educating myself and I'm learning things. So so we're going to talk about credit today. You know, um, credit is a serious thing. Um, it's a very, oh, it's just good to have credit. You know, you can leverage your funds. You can do a lot with credit. Everything revolves around credit. And it's important to start building your credit if you don't have any credit now. So you just want to get to it. But I'm starting to take it real serious, so I'm a, as I'm taking it serious, I want y'all to take it serious. I encourage y'all to take it serious. Um, and what really made me start taking my credit serious um, was just, like I was just explaining in the previous episode, my vision board. Um, the vision board is for real. You know, that manifestation is real. It's real powerful. And um, on my vision board, I have a, I have a, a little picture of the little um, credit score monitor thing on there. A little meter, and I got like uh, it got 801, and then it got like 
plus five points on there. So just seeing that, that's just motivation for me to, okay, let's lock in. Because if you want to make this happen, then you got to start now. So I'm about to let y'all know what makes up 100% of your credit score. All right. So first and foremost. Oh, yeah. And before I get started in diving deeper into this credit talk, as a disclaimer, I am not a financial advisor by any means. You know, I'm just simply here um, providing entertainment in an educational manner for y'all to understand the credit game and just get some knowledge, some basic knowledge as I got. So here's what makes up 100% of your credit score. First and foremost, your on-time payment history. That makes up 35%. So when it comes to credit, you don't want to ever miss a payment or have any payments late. Um, or really, really, the best way to do it is to pay your credit card or whatever, whatever you have in your credit off in full every time because that just saves you from getting that interest and making it harder for you to pay off your credit. The second thing that makes up your credit is your credit utilization. That makes up 30% of your score. So the best practice is to use your credit cards strategically. You want to keep that credit card utilization under 30%. Now, right now I'm discussing what makes up 100% of your credit score, but when it comes to utilizing your credit, you want to keep that under 30%. But 30% of your credit score comes from credit utilization. All right, third, your length of credit history. That makes up 15%. And that simply means the longer you have your credit established, the better because that's 15% of your score. And just to dive a little deeper into that, um, it's more so calculated by the average length of your credit history versus your total length of credit history. Basically what you want to do, just keep all, keep your credit cards, credit card accounts open as long as possible because once you start canceling them out, then that decreases your score over time. But if you have multiple lines of credit and different things on your credit, then it's not really going to affect you as much if you have a well-established length of credit history. The fourth thing that makes up your credit score is the total number of credit lines, and that's 10%. So basically, the more credit lines you have, the higher your credit limit, which strategically lowers your overall utilization and helps your score. So if you have a credit card with a $1,000 credit limit, and then you have another credit card, let's say with a $1,500 credit limit, you can use more than 30% if you if you so choose to do so. But you want to keep in mind that the more that you use, the more that's affecting your credit card utilization. But if you have more credit established, so you got a credit card hit as 1000 credit card hit as 1500 or a credit card hit as 5000 your credit limit is higher because it's calculated by the total amount of credit that you have. So you can use more than 30% if you choose to do so, but it's best to keep your credit card utilization individually under 30%, but it makes up 30% of your overall credit score. But the more credit lines and credit that you have established, then the lower your utilization. So you can go crazy, but you don't want to dig yourself in a hole that you can't handle. So that's what you want to keep in mind. It's all about financial discipline. And the fifth thing, which is the last thing that makes up your overall credit score is the number of credit inquiries, which is 10%. So, which means anytime you go and apply for credit, 
that is reported to the credit bureaus, and then that showed up that shows up on your report as a hard inquiry. So so if you're always continuously asking for credit, the lenders see that on your report, and that looks like you're always in need of something, and that can reduce your chances of getting a loan or whatever you're applying for to get credit on. So, of course, as most of you want to know, um, well, before you begin starting to build credit and apply and apply for credit cards and everything, you first want to know what your credit score is. So, there's plenty of free services out there. You can um, use services like Credit Karma. It's a lot of different ones and a lot of apps. Uh, I know my bank has integration now to where I can see my credit score on my, on my bank account. So, check and see what your credit score is and also check and see what's on your credit report because you could have some bills that you didn't know that was on there and everything like that and you want to get that cleared up the best way you can and uh from my research um different ways i've seen that you can do that let's say you forgot about a bill because after i think it's after 150 days that's when uh, banks push out your push that bill out to collection agencies and they start calling you about that bill what you can do is, if that's on your credit report, you can talk to these, call up these uh, bill collectors, these collection agencies, talk to them, and pay pay something on it because they'll take something. And basically what they'll do is you can ask them to, it ain't going to work every time, but you can basically ask them to remove that off of your credit report if you put whatever down or pay, pay that balance off. So that's something you can do if you have bills that you forgot about on there. But that's just where you want to start. You just want to go see what your credit score is, see what's see what's on your credit report, and then just go from there. So as a beginner, um, some things you could do to start building your credit. Uh, it's going to be kind of hard to get unsecured credit cards, and there's plenty of them out there. It's a lot of different credit cards, but I'm going to just put y'all on what I'm uh, invested into. You can start by looking at what your bank offers, what secured credit cards they offer, and so on and so forth. But you can uh, look at cards like the Discover It credit card. Been hearing a lot of recommendations about that starting out. That's a secure credit card. And basically how a secure credit card works is you put down money as collateral. So most of these secure credit cards, you need to put down at least $200. And before you have to have at least $200 in your bank account before you apply for the secure credit card. And more than likely, when you already had that established, you're gonna get approved for it, and they use that as your um as your credit. And then once you get your card, you just make a few minor purchases, like for groceries, for gas, or whatever else you you wanna you wanna purchase with your card. But you wanna make sure you pay off your balance in full every time, just to avoid any interest or any fees, um, or really really any interest and fees, your late fees, uh, on on that card. And when you continuously do that over some months that will increase your credit score and then you can graduate from a secure card to unsecured card. So once you get to those unsecured credit cards, you have a lot more perks with your credit card, like as far as rewards and different other incentives that come with whatever credit card you choose to apply for. Uh, a lot of secure credit cards, they come with um various perks as well. Like you get I don't know, they may uh, give you one reward point or two reward points for every dollar you spend and different things like that. It's a lot of different perks to them, but you get more leverage and more perks with the unsecured credit cards. 
So, like I said, um, Discover It, one I've been researching and hearing a lot of recommendations about, uh, one that I have personally that I uh, just got recently, uh, I bank with Navy Federal, and they offer this uh, card called the In Rewards Secure Credit Card, and I just basically had to put down 200 and I already had, to, had that established in my savings account. And then once I applied, I got approved, and they used that 200 like I said, as collateral, and my savings account moves as normal. And I'm just going to use that credit card to, you know, buy groceries or buy gas or just use that credit card to pay one of my bills and then just pay it off every month. And then once I do that for about three months, um, I think they may ask to ask me if I want to increase it or not. Then maybe after six months or so like that, I have it go that I can qualify and be eligible for the unsecured credit cards. And my credit... My credit isn't too bad. Um, I just have bills on them as far as, like, I got my car note on there, so that's an auto loan. But once I pay that off, my credit is going to boost up a lot. But like I said, I'm just taking it real serious because I want to get into things like real estate and a lot of other stuff down the line. So having good credit will be very beneficial in my lifestyle and in everybody's lifestyle because everything revolves around credit. So it's good to have credit established. And the sooner, the better. And it ain't never too late. Just start doing what you need to do to set yourself up better financially. Um, and you don't even have to even start with a secure credit card to start building credit. Something else that I've um, invested into is um, Self. Uh, it's an app. And basically what they do is you can choose, I think it's 25 35 so on and so forth. But I'm doing the $35 a month. And, and basically open up a CD account. You just continue to make payments on that every month. And then after about two years, that uh, money that you're, that you're paying every month, that would be, I think, it said $700-some for me once I uh, finish making payments. And then you'll get that money that's within that CD account. So, yeah, that's a good place to start, too. You don't have to have no credit established. You can just simply do that and start like that. But you could do that and get you a secure credit card as well. And just start going from there. And for those of you that don't know what a CD account is, a CD account is a certificate of deposit account. It's an account that allows you to save money with a fixed interest um, for a fixed amount of time. And that money from that interest turns into a certain amount of money. So like I said, with self, I'm paying that $35 a month for two years. And after two years, that'll be $700. I get that. Once I finish paying on that, and that's my money. So it's very strategic. It's not You're not losing. You're saving money while you're building credit. You can't beat it. If you get your credit card or whatever type of account you get, just make sure you pay your bills on time, every time, 100% of the time. And you just continue to do that for however many months. We say six to eight months, and you'll slowly but surely start building your credit. You know, it's a, it's a slow race, but... As we all know, it's the turtle that won the race. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about discipline, consistency, and just continue to do what you need to do to establish yourself financially. And then once you do that, you just continue to add more cards in the mix, which will increase your credit limit overall, and you can use more credit, and which means you can leverage more funds and just use your money, your cash, or money that's in your bank account your debit cards you can use those for major purchases and just continue to leverage your funds and leverage your money 
by using your credit instead of using your cash or using your debit. So hopefully I've encouraged you to better your financial circumstances in some way, form, or fashion, or at least encourage you to get started and be financially secure and independent and all that good stuff. So hope y'all have a blessed day and be ready to tune in to the next episode. Stay visionary. Hey, good people. If I motivated you in today's episode, it's only right you motivate me too. So make sure you subscribe and leave a review. And remember, stay visionary. Mission completed.